Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cincinnati Sports Review. My name is Eric. My name's Nick. And today we're going to be talking about that division clincher. Boy, was that a good one. Oh, that was a great game. That was a fun game. We went to that one. Uh, that was a lot of fun. A lot of Kansas City fans out A lot out of here. Kansas City fans. Uh, quick side note, uh, those people were very amicable towards everybody in the stadium. So shout out to them. Uh, yeah. That was a uh, that was a fun one. I that was probably the second best game I've ever been to. Maybe the first. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely my favorite game I've ever been to, and you know, it went down as I expected. It was a big shootout, high scoring game. Yeah, I didn't think we would be the ones to win it though. Yeah, I I didn't either. I didn't know. think we'd shut them out to three points in the second half. Like, They've been playing so well, you know. They got you know eight in a row, and then put up twenty eight in the first half, and you're like. Okay, okay, it's going to be hard to overcome this one because Zach Taylor is not known for fourth-quarter comebacks or anything like that. Yeah, and our defense just it didn't, it didn't look like they could stop anything in the first half. No, I, and I think what was the play of the game was towards the end of the, uh, end of the first half, Kansas City has the ball, and they do a deep, deep play. Like I, like, I usually don't see Patrick Mahomes really, like, wind up, but he really, like, cocked back and he chucked it like – I want to say like 50 yards to Hill and Hill got free for just a brief moment. Uh, it looks like he may have scored, would have been able to score a touchdown. And then, um, Von Bell comes in and smacks the ball out of his hand for an incompletion. Like that's oh, probably yeah. like the biggest play of the game. Cause if they take that, they at least get a field goal that changes the entire, how the second half turns out. If you assume everything turns out the way it does, but yeah, pretty incredible, uh, pretty incredible victory. Yeah, and Jamar Chase just went off. I, that's um, an understatement. Saying they, he went off is an understatement, dude. They they single covered him almost the entire game. I, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that last uh the last big play of the day from him, uh it's third and I think twenty seven. Yeah. They ran a zero blitz and they sent uh to safety Matthew and that left uh Chase wide open. Uh he got the literally caught it like right at the first down marker. It was it was beautiful. He was making some crazy catches all day. Him and Higgins too. He made a couple really good plays. His numbers aren't nearly as good as Chase's, but it was truly an incredible passing performance. Yeah, I mean Chase was open all day, and that's what happens when you you know single cover him. Yeah, you you cannot single cover this guy. But they even found some ways. They do a lot of wide receiver screens and some short plays to him too. So it wasn't like. It was just a deep ball, but he had like three or four huge catches. A lot of those scary wide receiver um, screens. Yeah, no, you're not a big fan of them, and they're not my favorite play either. But they, I think they ran like three or four of them. They, they, most of them worked down for pretty good yardage gains in the game. Yep, and despite the the O line still giving up some pressure, Joe Burrow played pretty much a perfect game. How many sacks did he get hit? Do you know? Uh, four sacks. Yeah, that's a lot. Who knows how many hits he got? Probably Which, a lot more. I mean, that he he's already announced he's not playing next week, which I think is the right move anyway. But it's it's good for him to get a, effectively a bye week, even though they still have to technically play Cleveland. Yeah, we still may win that. I mean, Mayfield's out, right? Yeah, he's he's doing shoulder surgery. I don't know how well Keenum's going to play. And they're not, you know, they're not playing for a spot. So yeah, they're out. Of, they're out of the playoffs. So that's just going to be a garbage time game. I doubt I'll even watch it, to be honest. Wow. 
Because um, there'll be nothing a, of interest. Not a true fan. I'm sure nothing of interest is going to come of that game. Fan. Oh, come on. <laughs> Watch the game between two backup quarterbacks. For us, you know, the likelihood of us being the number one seed is probably extremely unlikely. We need three different things to happen. Yeah, that's. it's just... You know, even if you assume 50-50 probabilities to all three, that's still like a one in like nine chance of happening. I, you know. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Yeah. So, I'd, you know. But that's I'd, okay. We're in the playoffs. There are people who are saying that they should compete. For, and it's like, no, just have everybody get healthy. We're, I mean, it's, it's, we're way too behind. Oh, yeah. We're, we're. Like, there's just too much stuff that has to happen. Had they not lost to the Jets and had they not lost to the Bears, I think, Yeah go for that but like if they were at the same record as all three of, or the other top two i say go for it but i mean we already have mixon tested positive today so he's yeah. out handful of defensive players did too plus yesterday, a couple of linemen which is yesterday a lot on the defense actually yeah so just w- don't even bother had you know just just take you know you already won the division you're not going to drop further than a four and the afc's not like you know, like a super stacked, you know, you know, the, the the high difference between, you know, the five, six, and seven is probably almost negligible. Yeah, and I think you know it'll be good, especially since Joe got a little hurt at the end of the game. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's um, because that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna get this is gonna be the probably the most controversial comment I've ever made. On this podcast, and I said some stupid shit before. Uh, Zach Taylor outcoached Andy Reid in that second half. Yeah, yeah, I think so. In the second half, uh, there's no way. Like watching what they did at the end of the game, I'm literally sitting there. You know, it's fourth down, and the offense is still out there. I'm like, they're gonna kick it, right? <laughs> they're gonna kick it, right? You almost lost your mind. I almost lost my mind. I went through all five stages of grief during that single possession. I was like, oh, they're they're definitely, you know, they're going to kick it, right? Oh, they're not. Why are you doing that? Oh, my God. Why are you doing that? Oh, my God. Please let this work. Please. Oh, my God. I will give up anything. Oh, my God. This sucks. Oh, I can't believe they're doing it. Like, all within, like, 10 seconds. Right. Um, And this is the other point about the Kansas City Chiefs fan base that I, I do want to talk about. Uh, a lot of people complaining about foul calls and the refs. Um, if you watch the footage, it's very clear that these are obvious penalties. Um, the holding was held done multiple times on Chase. The hands of the face on Boyd was pretty blatant, if I do say so myself. Um, however, being a Bengals fan, uh, I totally would have blamed the refs too. So I'm going to give them a pass on that, like on the fact that they're blaming the refs. Well, they did have. There were a lot of penalties called on third down plays that. We got quite lucky. We on. got we got lucky on a couple times. They they got some calls in the first half. I mean, they did. It you know, it's a full sixty minute game. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't really matter. That's part of the game. Refs missing calls and stuff like that. You still got to yeah. win, and they still didn't cover Chase. I mean, yeah. two hundred sixty six yards. That's I mean, <laughs> that's it, crazy. Nothing the refs could have done. To, I mean, when he you know that third and 27 he fucking converted on a, on a deep ball what are the refs gonna do call offensive pass interference probably not yeah dude i don't know man it was just such a fun game <laughs> it was it was back and forth um you know it was looking pretty dark after the first half 
Uh, then we come back and we just start scoring. It was a rough first half. And I want to say the offense was very consistent. Like, if you look at the scoring breakout, like, yeah, like Kansas City, 28 points in the first half, but then they only had three in the second half. We had 17 points in each half. Like that's, that's about as consistent as you can get. Yeah, I think the defense in the first half was uh, really struggling to contain a lot of the, the sweeps that Kansas City was running. Yeah. Um, the lack of linebackers is really hurting us, I think. But Kelsey basically didn't do a whole lot in the second half. That's what I thought was yeah, we be were, the biggest thing. We were really focused on stopping the pass, and that allowed them to run all over us. But Yeah, they didn't they didn't convert in the second half. They, they played really good coverage. Um in the second half, they didn't they didn't let Hill blow up for a big play. They didn't let Travis Kelsey get a big play over the middle and scramble for more yards. They did everything they were supposed to do. Um, I guess when was the last time Kansas City beat us at home? Oh shit, I don't know. <laughs> you probably have to go back a long time to do that. I just thought about that. Like, I can't th- I can't remember because I was just thinking I was just about to bring up the time they came in the town. And they were nine to zero, and that was a big deal. That was Marvin Lewis's first year. Yeah. Um. I can't think of it. I can't think of it. I know, I know I we've lost no We've lost there a couple times. In I remember during Carson memory. Palmer's time. And I, once with Andy Dalton. And, yeah, once with Andy. But I I feel like they come here a lot, but they, we don't go out there. Doesn't it seem weird? Even though it's supposed to be like, I don't know, that's something minor to complain about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just remember them playing out there when I lived out there. Yeah, that was that was a long time ago, and we won that game too. Uh, oh, here it is. Okay, yes. So yeah, the last time we lost was out there, and then we lost out there in two thousand seven, and we lost out there in two thousand five, and we lost out there in nineteen ninety three. That's a, that's a big – how does it go from 1993 to 2003? Am I an idiot? <laughs> Did they just not play each other for 10 years? Something's got to be wrong with that. Were they in a different conference or something? I don't know. Whatever. I have no idea. Dude, wild stuff. Um, yeah. Weird how that happens. But – But, yeah, we're in. Dude, that was a lot of fun. That was a great game, and now we're in. There's doesn't matter what happens next week. No, it doesn't matter what happens last week. We're going to get a home game, whether we're a 3-4, whether we're a 1-2, 3-4 or four seed. doesn't matter. We're going to get uh, a home game first, for the first time in five years. And first playoff game for Zach Taylor. Yeah, who well, – I guess we should start apologizing now. <laughs> eh, he still has Lou on the team. I'm not apologizing. You, oh, you can not apologize for Lou. I will, I will take back a lot of things that I've said. Because I was pretty harsh and critical. Um, but at the same time, they were able to do a lot of incredible things. And it makes me kind of look back and think, okay, maybe the end of the Marvin Lewis era, they probably really weren't that good. And they didn't have that good of a roster. And that's why they performed so poorly when he first took over. But now he's kind of got, you know, uh, the kind of talent brought back. I mean, the team is a lot more talented. And – I think they kind of pushed the rebuild along a lot faster by going out and getting free agents. They could have rebuilt this entire team to the draft like a Marvin Lewis team would have done, and we probably would be in the playoffs in like two more years. But they spent $200 million on their um, 
defense over the last two years, and it's it's shown. Like, we are so much better. Like, that 2018-2019, those defenses are some of the worst defenses ever. Makes, makes Mike Zimmer want to cry. Yeah, he really did turn it around, and now it's – it's uh, he's deserved all the credit, and he's done a good job. He's definitely put together, you know, one of the best offenses we've ever had. Yeah, I, I think it's safe to say this is probably the best offense our team has ever had. You know, even with the O-line being weak. Even know, with a weak O-line, we some scheme problems. and Top uh, five running backs in the league. Yeah, e- even despite bad O-line play, some bad schemes in design, as well as some poor performances this year. Like, overall, this probably is, on paper, the best offense we've ever had. Obviously, we've had record-setting wide receivers and record-setting uh, quarterback play. Um, and the, uh, the running back's been really good. But yeah, it's probably probably the best, if not one of the best, offenses we've ever had. Yeah, I mean, I think so. We just have so many weapons, and we can score from any position. So yeah, and we can score with you know any down and distance and any time left in the game. Like how many times, especially early in the year, when you know it's like okay, we got the ball back with like a minute left. They're gonna take the take a knee and go into the half. Instead, they come out throwing deep balls and getting touchdowns. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's really incredible to see that like change um, from where we were, you know, even two years ago. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole different, you know, receiving core, and I'm pretty excited to see where we go. They're all really young, and we should be able to keep them all. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good core for now. Um, I think they've had Tyler Boyd locked up another, like, what, three years? Let me think. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I think Tyler Boyd's locked up for two more years, and who knows if they'll resign him after that. Um, you'll have Higgins and Chase locked up for a long time. I see you're looking up Justin Jefferson. I am also curious if he's going to sign with us after he leaves Minnesota. I doubt he'll resign there. I remember people last year saying it's going to be years until somebody breaks his rookie record for receiving yards. And it wasn't. It was less than a year. <laughs> and Chase comes in and just destroys it. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't really destroy it. He only beat it by like 19 yards, but whatever. Hey, he destroyed it. He has less receptions. It's true. He uh, uh more yards on less catches it's something i mean when they i think those two just have like the best connection and wasn't uh wasn't chase their best wide receiver on that 2019 championship team or were they both pretty good i, I know they, they were, were both, both really, really good, good but i don't know if, i don't know if there was a number i one. think jefferson was considered the number one okay even still like those two having that like clicky connection uh, who knows if like burrow and jefferson get together in the offseason to throw around but I don't, I don't know. Dude, I don't think we'll ever get him, but who knows, <laughs> dude? It really was beautiful. It there is a lot of ups and downs. It, it's a full. It's been a full seventeen week season, and we're not even done with the regular season yet. Hey, yeah. I told you, you know, it could end up being uh, they're playing meaningful games in week seventeen, and they were like, you know, how often does week seventeen roll around, and we're. Uh, you know, fighting for the division. Usually that's locked up by then. Yeah. But now it was all the way down to week 16. Everybody was still open. 
Yeah, and there's seven playoff spots and only five are locked up. So two wild card spots are still open. I don't think anyone in the north is going to get that wild card spot. I think it's possible since Pittsburgh has that half game loss that they could get it if they win again. I think um, it's going to be tough for them. It's an it, away game. It is an away game, but if they win and the Colts lose, they'll have a better record than the Colts. Uh, if Chargers or Raiders lose, wait, Chargers and Raiders are playing each other, aren't they? Yeah, I heard something on the internet where like those two teams, like they could just take knees all day, and if they both get a tie, they both be in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> like that's probably not going to happen. But could you imagine <laughs> watching some a game? backwards deal? <laughs> We're going to score exactly the same amount of points. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine if uh? Like they they agree to that they start taking knees and then and all of a sudden, uh, they uh, at the very last play they throw a touchdown and then they kick their other team out of the playoffs. NFL is rigged. You could argue that. You could definitely argue yeah, that the, the storylines are made by scriptwriters. I think I think that's probably your tin foil hat theory of the week. <laughs> I think there's I think there's definitely like outlines that are given to sports media like this is kind of what we want to see but who knows like you know you know it's obviously like they could say come out and say look we want to see let's have carson palmer come back and he's going to be the mvp and carson palmer comes out and he sucks they're not they're going to drop that storyline really quick but yeah i mean i yeah I, this was such a great game and you know i think we're getting a lot of attention in the media now yeah about time yeah, I mean, we won the AFC North, and you know, we got a young, popular quarterback. That's that's the biggest thing. You, the key word right there is popular, because we've had good teams, we've had arguably better teams uh, since let's say since Marvin Lewis took over. Uh, that's a good starting point. But the fact that they have like like a media presence that they can really get behind. Nobody gave a shit in the media when it, when it came to Carson Palmer or Andy Dalton. They didn't care. They didn't you know. A lot of people didn't like Chad Johnson. People didn't really know about A.J. Green. But now everybody knows about Burrow and Chase. Right. Like, say whatever you want about them. Like, they definitely bring attention in a positive light. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think we need that, especially being such a small market team. We're probably, like, in the bottom five of popularity. It'll be interesting to see in, like, five years where, like – people are going to be like it'd be interesting to see right the statistics of like how their the subreddit has grown and it's like the like the Bengals instagram page and how that's grown over like the last two years because i remember seeing uh screenshots of like the seattle seahawks um their social media page in like maybe 2011 and then what it was before the super bowl and it was like the numbers skyrocketed yeah. yeah it blew up because you know they got popular they got players that you know people liked and they were winning that's kind of what we're doing. And uh, I want to say one more thing with regards to the NFC West teams. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I had mentioned the um, Arizona Cardinals and what their rebuild was doing. What they did is, you know, they, they tanked. They had a shitty year under their first-year head coach, uh, their Kingsbury. Then Kyler Murray comes in on the first pick, and they uh, they go out. And they have a little bit of a better year. Then they get a star wide receiver in Hopkins. And, and then now 
there. They had a good year then. They went eight and eight, and now they're they were going through the division. Uh, we probably like skipped that middle step. We got the star wide receiver, and immediately won their division. They have a better record than us. However, they do not have their division locked up, and I don't know how next week will play out. Well, because they got the Rams in there. Yeah, the Rams have a much better record. Um, who do the, who do the Cardinals play next week? They play Seahawks. Okay, so I don't know how that's going to play out. They're probably going to beat the Seahawks. They're probably going to beat the Seahawks, but if the Rams lose, I don't know who still wins the division. They'll have the same record. But the point being is that we basically like took that that plan of the rebuild, and uh, we executed them at, you know at a faster rate than they did because we're we're basically on the same level now. Like they started out really good, but they're they're having a really tough time now. But you know we won their our division in year two, and they're looking to win their first division in year three of Kyler Murray. Uh, so, point being, the rebuild's over. We're not rebuilding anymore. Now we're competing. You know we won the division. The next year, they're going to go out. They're going to get a bunch of players in the um, draft. They're going to get a bunch of players in free agency, and they're going to try to go back to back. Which we should. I hope we do. As long as we keep the the core team, I don't see I don't see us getting worse. I don't see us getting worse. But so here's the deal with winning the division, and this is why a lot of the our Bengals teams after winning the division don't do as well, is because when you win the division, you have to play the other division winners. So that's you know two more tougher games. Like look at every time we won the division. The year after, we technically underperformed. Um, for whatever reason. But yeah, but I mean, uh, things change, and you know, we had one of the hardest uh, schedules in we did. this year. We did. Our, our 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 schedule started out a little cupcake-ish, but then they they it was a it was a brutal back end. We talked about this numerous times about how brutal our back half of the schedule was, and we won a bunch of games. We didn't think we were going to win. We didn't think they were going to beat the Chiefs. We didn't think they were going to beat the char um the um Broncos. Ravens uh, or the Ravens. So that's <laughs> those are three wins right there. We didn't think that we were going to win. Uh, so yeah, no, anything's possible, especially with this group, of, you know, core of players. Um, and like, if you kind of look forward, what are the, what are the Steelers going to be next year without Ben? What are the you know Lamar Jackson's not re-signed for next year? What's going to happen with him? What's Baker going Mayfield's going to have shoulder shoulder surgery. Who knows what what it's in store for anybody else? But us, it's like we we're good. We're probably gonna get better. Yeah, I think we have the best core, and our offense is just dangerous in any game. Yeah, we, I, I think this game, if anything, proved that our offense can compete with anybody, and I think we've proven um, that we can win some tough games. Yeah, against good opponents. All right, Nick, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Don't think so. Looking looking forward to the playoffs, finally, yeah. though. I'm sure next week we'll talk more about uh, the matchup once that is figured out and decided. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you very much for listening. If you like what we had to say, please subscribe and follow back for some more. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and you guys have a good rest of your day.